It's your boy, Dr. Sean Thomas here again in the building with episode 24 of the Be More Today show. We are back. We are back. We are back. It's so good to be here. My co-host for today is none other than the illustrious, the fantastic, the amazing director of music, Terrence Farrell. Terrence, what is going on? Oh, man. Life is good. Life is good, man. There's a whole lot of things going on. I feel like I haven't seen you in a while because we've both been doing so many things, but I'm glad that you're able to join me for today's show. It's so good to hear your voice. And how you been, man? Yeah, I've been all right, man. You know, um, uh, doing the, me and you were doing that Strava thing, the, the grit challenge. So yes, sir. Yeah, I, I am not doing 150 uh, miles like you, but still getting it in. Getting it in when I can. So it's all good. It's all good. It's been crazy, man. The grit challenge has been amazing. We've, uh, we have a team of about 45 people right now who are joining us and running with us. And literally, uh, you know, miles are just going up. And, you know, for those who don't know, the Grit Challenge is this thing where um, Polar and some other groups have come together and, and sponsored a virtual run where basically wherever you are in the world, you can just log on to this app um, and you choose to run mileage, 25 miles, 75 miles, 150 miles, 225 miles and 300 miles for a month. So it's insane. Uh, and people are doing it. People have their, they have their teams. They're out there. And it's just bringing people together, which is awesome because it really uh, connects people during this time of quarantine where everyone feels so distant. And, you know, the quote that I have for today is, is very uh, pertinent to our episode and to what's happening in the world. It's, it's by Dre Smith. And it says, failure is only the end of your journey if you choose to stop there. Uh, this year, I think a lot of us have experienced failure in various ways. Um, COVID-19 has smacked all of us in the face, uh, left side, right side, what have you. And I think a lot of us for a long time didn't know what to do. We were kind of, uh, stranded, you know, we, we didn't know how to move. We didn't know how to function, you know, what was happening. But I think now that we're in all honesty, heading towards the end of 2020, we finally found a sense of, of, of our, our stride, you know, we're getting back into doing things socially, you know, in a good way, you know, in safe ways. We, some of us are back to work. Some of us are, are back to doing um, our regular activities. And some of us have just found out how to be home um, in a way that is our new normal. Um, but this failure of COVID has really uh, given us a chance to really look at our lives and say, you know what, this is not the end of our journey. We can't stop here. We have to keep going. And, you know, someone said this this weekend in a sermon that they were talking about failure. And, you know, 2020 has been here. And we've gone through so many things, but this is not the first time we've had trials. It's not the first time we've had tribulation. This is just one year of our entire lives where things have just have not gone well. And yes, it's been an entire year, but to be honest, it's only been like five months of madness. But we've had other times in our lives that have gone so poorly for such a long period of time. So this is not the end of our journey. We cannot stop here. We have to keep pushing forward. And I'm glad to see people coming out of their shells, finding new ways to do things, finding new businesses are going to start, new ventures they've been doing. It's been a great time for self-reflection, a great time for us to come together, a great time for unity. And I, I agree, failure cannot stop here. It cannot be the end of our journey. We have to push forward towards a brighter tomorrow. COVID or no COVID, we have to just keep pushing. Terrence, what are your thoughts on this? Yeah, I, I agree with you 100%. I've seen so many people that have taken this opportunity, you know, because it hit, it hit hard. And then they, they retool, they rebrand, they, 
They find out what their real passion is. They get back to the core of who they are and they keep moving forward. And you, you have to do that. Cause like you said, failure or obstacles can't be the end. It, it can't, you know, it, it, it can't stop you. It, it, it's only failure if it does stop you. And so it's really nice to see so many people uh, retooling and coming out better than they were before. Absolutely. Absolutely. So that's my tip for today, folks. Hope you guys received that. And I'm going to hand it over to our director of music right now for our guest for today. Yes. The guest for today, good friend of mine. Oh, we've, we've done so much stuff together. Uh, Sabria Reese. Uh, and if you don't know who Sabria is, let me read her bio for you. Sabria is a Brooklyn bred mompreneur of a six year old daughter ready to take on the world. In the winter of 2016, Sabria faced homelessness and quickly realized living life according to what other people felt she should do couldn't continue. Having to apply for government assistance, she saw there weren't any outlets for people who had bigger dreams but couldn't figure out how to start. So her business, Image Matters, was born. After battling the shelter place placement program uh, in New York City, in under seven months, Sabria obtained her certificate in business, landed a job, and moved to New Jersey on her own. Now, in 2020, after being in business for over three years and branding hundreds of businesses, she is really walking in her true calling as what people like to call her the fairy brand mother. Sabria assists entrepreneurs as well as startups and established, established businesses to enhance her effectiveness and online presence by providing strategic marketing solutions at affordable prices with fast turnaround time. Whether you're in need of a logo, a website, flyers, or more, she has the innovative eye, the creative edge, and long-term vision every business owner needs to keep you above the competition. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, help me welcome Sabria Reese. Woohoo! What's going on, Sabria? How are you? I'm pretty good. I am great. Thank you for having me. I'm happy to be here. That's, that's cool. Man, it's, it feels like it's been so long. I remember when we, we first got together in the studio and from there, it's, it's just been, it's just gone and gone. Um, so I like to, mm -hmm. and and you've seen my daughter grow up in the studio too. <laughs> oh yes, oh yes. From uh huh. Car seat. Mm -hmm. Walking around playing drums now. Mm -hmm. <laughs> indeed, indeed. So I like to ask everybody, um, in the midst of all this, the the crazy times, how have you been doing? amidst all of this crazy stuff to be honest um i'm all right i have seen much crazier times in my life mm -hmm. <laughs> i feel like uh, you know I, I feel like last year for me was a little bit worse than this year so i feel like it kind of prepared me for this and i've been social distancing so that wasn't nothing new for me. I was like, oh, so you mean I won't be mean anymore when I tell people you need to be over there and not in my space? Oh, this is this is fine. This is fine. Oh, so I don't look crazy because I'm staying home. Oh, this is. So, 
<laughs> to be honest, I'm I'm really not doing um bad. And and it's also caused me to really, really realize how blessed I really am. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely right. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Now I didn't realize until you sent over your bio that you went through homelessness. Um mm-hmm. which it, it was it caught me by surprise because you always keep yourself as like, you know, what? Everything's good. Everything's good. <laughs> talk, talk to us a little bit about that process or give us a little bit about your testimony. Yeah. Sure. So um, I unfortunately never really had a good relationship with either of my parents and um, my father. I met him. Technically, I met him when I was 12. Ironically, he only lived across a walkway from me. Um, and at 12, my mom kicked me out and told me I had to go to his house. So I went to his house and, um, he took custody of me and I lived with him since I was 12, but he never figured out a way to be my father. He, uh, was just a dictator. So over the years that we moved to Queens, um, when I was like 13 and over the years, it just was always like a, just clashing of the titans type of thing after my daughter was born and i hear her walking upstairs um instead of him being a grandfather he tried to live vicariously through her and i guess he felt that that was gonna fix i don't know but at some point we you know we finally got into it and he kicked us out kicked us out the house so i had to figure out what to do with my life and um at first I was, it was really, really devastating because I've, I've been through a lot in my life, but to go through it and also have to take care of a little person is something entirely different. And, um, um, the first month of it, I I also didn't realize the intake process of the shelter system is that you have to prove to them that you really have nowhere else to go. Like, they were like, you can't go to your friend's house. You can't go to... And I'm just like, bruh, trust me, I wouldn't be here Mm -hmm. if I had an option. Um, And they allowed me to stay there within, like, for a month. And then they told me I wasn't qualified to stay anymore. And I had to go. And um, I couldn't even go back to my father's house because he uh, he went to court and basically told them that he was suffering from elder abuse to make sure that I couldn't come back. So I was like, there's a whole court order. I can't even go back. Like, you know, but anyway, I, I went through that and I, I, that was nothing but the favor of God, because after that, um, a manager came up to me and was like, Hey, listen, you know, I hear what you're saying. Let me, let me do what I got to do. Mike, get out the room, please. Um, he was like, let me do what I got to do. And he pushed pushed me through and the woman that was giving me like the ticket to go to my next destination she out of nowhere she was just like don't worry about it god got you she was like god got you covered and I was like like what made you say that to me you know but it was like a confirmation you know for me like trust the process you know Mm -hmm. and um the first like two months it was just like I don't know what I'm gonna do but over time, I got a job, and then um, 
a friend of mine at the time, she told me about a program called Rising Tide that was actually in Jersey. And they were offering free classes classes to people who wanted to start a business, but you had to be handpicked. They picked me after, you know, applying and everything. And I was traveling from Sheepshead Bay to Jersey City every weekend with a two and a half year old to attend the classes and try to figure out what I was like, I got to do something. Mm-hmm. And um, how my business was born, um, I when you apply for food stamps, they force you to go to this back to work program where you basically have to sit in a building and act like you're looking for work from nine to five. Absolute waste of time, in my opinion. But when I tell you every day I was there and I dressed to the T, every time I came, they couldn't believe that I was in this back to work. They thought they thought I worked there. <laughs> and um, but every day I would see grown people crying because of the process that they were going through because they only offered jobs for like people who were in retail security and um, like if you wanted to cook. There wasn't no other options for people who had degrees, who wanted to be a lawyer, none of that. Mm -hmm. And the more I sat there and like really witnessed everything, and I also realized they weren't helping me either. I was like, I got to figure out a solution for these people. And image matters, like God dropped it in my spirit. Like you have to provide, you have to figure out a way to show people how their image can matter. Show them how to put their resume together. Show them how to dress. Because some people didn't even know how to put a suit on and what colors to wear and stuff. And so it was it was birthed in that facility and in the shelter. And um, at the end, I want to say around six, seven months, I also realized uh, they were saying that they give people vouchers for housing. But um, they were like, you got to go do this. You got to do that and do that. And they were only going to give you like $1,200. I was like, that's not enough to live in New York. I was like, will you help me move out of New York? Cause I was over. Yeah, I was definitely <laughs> And they were like, yeah, we will help you move and we'll pay the security deposit. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> so I, I did my own research and I found my place and it was by the grace of God that I was approved. Cause I never had a place before that, you know, my credit was like, eh. mm-hmm. but I found favor with the landlord and she allowed me to move in and my life has taken off ever since. Wow. Wow. What a testimony. That's, that's, a, that's amazing. Um, <laughs> I remember the first day we met, mm-hmm. you know, somebody came by and they had you to come and send backgrounds. And <laughs> yeah. And after the and during that process, they sang backgrounds and then a hip hop artist went in. He sat a line and he was like, yo, Sabria, you want to get on that? And you sat there and wrote a whole verse at the drop of a hat, went in the booth and blazed it. <laughs> yeah. I, I'll never forget. And then I was just like, I need your number because I'm right. 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 Now, do you ever... Do you ever still uh, have one foot in music and one foot out, or is it all image matters? So one thing that I've realized about when you serve God is you could try to run from the gifts that he's given you, but he will find ways to pull it out of you somehow. And I've been trying to just focus on my business and people like you be like, hey, 
so I got a verse. Um, I got a song. Uh, you know, somebody would always somehow reach out to me and or or ask me, am I doing music? And no matter how much I try to be like, oh, well, you know, I'm, I'm over here doing this. It's like they'll say something that'll make me feel guilty for not like doing, like doing music. So I'm, I still somehow have footing in some way, shape or form. Um, I've at some point I, I don't I think I let you hear that I had like taught myself how to produce and stuff. I haven't produced music in a while, but. I still, every now and then, you know, it's still in me. It ain't going nowhere. <laughs> okay, all right, all right. Mm-hmm. I, uh, so, Saria, you know, I, I, I know you from our uh, initial interactions uh, with the project you did for us. Um, can't keep it to myself. Uh, breakthrough, praise him. Um, mm-hmm. And I, I hadn't mm-hmm. met you until after I heard those songs. So when I heard the songs, I was like, who is this superstar that can sing? She can rap. Like, what? Like, what? Who is this person? And, and I, was, I was enthralled with you because I, I didn't know that that wasn't your prime thing. I thought you were just like a professional singer. That's what you did. That's what you did. That was your thing. And that you were helping us out with this project, not knowing all these other things that were happening. Uh, at the same time so I'm I'm impressed with you just from your history um, and just the talents that you share um, you're like Missy Elliott times 5,000 like I, I, I just it's 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 incredible um, and I, I still play your, your songs every every now and then just because I feel like you're you're so gifted and talented um, and then your bio you talk about all these things right and you just mentioned that people think you should be doing certain things or what have you um, what are some things that people thought that you should be doing instead of what you're doing right now? Definitely. So, um, when, when I was younger and I was with my mom, um, I, the way I got into music, I I first started with poetry and, um, music and poetry became my escape from reality. Um, my mom used to be an accountant and a bookkeeper. So her mindset was that you need to do something along these lines. You need to be a lawyer, a doctor, whatever. So every time I wanted to play basketball, I wanted to be a vet. I wanted to be so many things. And she was like, no, <laughs> hmm. that's it. Like, you know, and um, then even when I transitioned to living with my father, um, my father was a computer technician. Um, when I wanted to go to college, I was like about 23. I wanted to go for audio engineering, but before the age of 24, you need the parent's signature. Um, my mother wouldn't approve. She wouldn't sign the papers for me to go to audio engineering school. So I found another school, TCI, which is actually not even here anymore. And I was like, well, you know what? Maybe I can go to computers. I'll always have a job. And, um, that was more acceptable, you know? So I went, I actually went for programming. I haven't even really used my degree, Um, but everyone thought I should, you know, be the generic, uh, you know, doctor, lawyer, or, you know, um, even down to computers and programming. Um, When I graduated, um, 
in my last year, I landed an internship, which turned into a job. I was building computers for um, a broadcasting company in the city. And um, I was the only black person and I was treated as the only black person. And um, after three years, I quit because I was like, they not giving me a raise. People that I've trained made more money than me. Um, what's up? So when I quit, I told my father, I'm like, you know, this is messed up. I, I quit. I'm going to just go after my dreams. He called me stupid. He was like, this is the stupidest thing you've ever done. You know, and, um, and then at some point, people did believe that I should be an artist. Um, but no one really understood the struggles that I was dealing with at home. So people couldn't understand why I couldn't fully focus uh, being an artist like growing up as a teenager and stuff like that. Um, yeah. You know, it, it took, it took facing homelessness for me to finally be like, I can't do this no more. I can't try to please other people. It doesn't even make sense. Like, cause I'm not happy and they still ain't happy. What's the, what's the point? Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Time. Yeah. Yeah, we find a lot of people on the show that they, um, you know, they knew what they wanted to do off the bat, or mm-hmm. you know, they they did something that they thought everyone else expected them to do, right? With their parents or family, what have you, and then either they really loved it or they realized that it wasn't for them, and then went a different route. Uh, right. So I'm glad that you you found your way, um, and now you're branded as the fairy grandmother. Um, where's your passion for that come? And where did this name fairy grandmother come from? Absolutely. So, um, growing up, I never fit in, never, ever fit in. And I also, unfortunately I did deal with abuse at home. My mom was suffering from alcoholism. Um, I had three younger sisters, so it was just us. And I struggled, I always struggled to be accepted by her, by people in school. And so I used to pretend to be people. I used to pretend to be artists or people that I saw on the TV that I really liked. Um, Tupac and Lauryn Hill always was and still is like my number one, like, you know, and um, I used to like idolize myself, you know, um, towards these people like I used to just dream and be like this is who I am and when songs would come out I would sing try to sing the song just like them Mm -hmm. you know so I've always I didn't realize it until now but God was molding me to figure out how to brand myself and other people because I, I was always evolving and changing who I was to fit the narrative at that time. Um, even in high school, I became a completely different person. Um, to be honest, I, I was in a gang. I was, I turned into a totally different person. I don't even know how or why. Um, but it fit the narrative for me at that time. It It's what got me through. And um, so as now, as I've fallen into it and my business was birthed and everything, I realized I'm really, really good at showing people how to remake themselves into whatever it is that they want to be. And to be honest, the the the, the name family grandmother, I've been called everything. Um, I've learned in in business 
you have to work your way to convincing people what you want them to believe about you. So at first people called me a graphic designer. I'm like, that's not, that's not what I am. <laughs> or at least that's not just what I am. But as I continue to do more things and more things and work with more businesses, people called me different names. Um, one person called me the brandologist. My, my best friend calls me the fixer. <laughs> and um recently about three people in a row was just like oh my god like you're like the fairy grandmother and I was like that has a nice ring to it <laughs> you know and I was like you know what I I think I think I'm gonna adapt to that because I, I like that that's something that I could hold on to and like mold and shape into the image that I want it to be yeah, well, you've definitely done that clearly, and uh, <laughs> we're just so happy for you and so proud of you. Um, so now that you're doing this and you're you're competing with others who have had backgrounds in this thing from the jump, you know, people go to school for these things when it comes to graphic design, marketing, branding. Um, how do you find time to educate yourself in these areas to keep up with the competition? Ironically, this is self-taught. I literally sat and just fiddled with the computer and figured things out. And because now I know, because of my faith in God and because now I know that I was able to get this far simply because of whatever God put in me, I don't even, I I don't, I, I don't, I haven't watched a tutorial to be honest with you. How I stay above the competition is by listening to my clients and learning them because regardless of how talented you are, if you're not able to bring that person's vision to life, it's irrelevant. You failed at whatever the mission is. Um, so whenever I have a moment, cause my daughter's always asking me for something. Um, if I don't know something, I will definitely look on YouTube or I will sit and be like, you know what? This website is not due until like two days from now. Let me just sit and figure this element out first and I just sit and I figure things out, honestly. Mm-hmm. That's that's something that I think a lot of people, um, I guess, take for granted. Mm-hmm. People pay a lot of big money to have people come in and assess their 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 product and their clientele and their website links, all this kind of stuff. And you know, even even us, we had somebody for a while looking at our social media for a minute and recognize that what he was doing, we could just do on our own. Um, <laughs> we've been doing that so i think that that your your intuition for that has been um revolutionary and something that others really you know hop on board with um what do you think and just in terms of branding you know like if you have to say one main thing that people should know when it comes to branding themselves or their companies what's that one thing that you want to share with people um when it comes to branding themselves uh or for them branding themselves for a successful company Absolutely. Um, the key uh, that in, in what makes businesses successful is them reinvesting back into themselves and understanding at some point you cannot do it all on your own. You have to, and, and by investing in yourself sometimes means, you know what, let me hire the graphic designer. Let me hire the event planner because you're going to drive yourself crazy at some point as your business grows, trying to wear too many hats. Mm. Um, the key is, is reinvesting in yourself and knowing when 
to let go or relinquish certain duties, but always understand how to work them all just in case something falls through, you know, and you do have to do it yourself, but, but know that you don't have to, you don't have to. And, um, research, research, like, don't be lazy. It's not, it it can make or break your business being lazy and not researching what is the best method or the best tool to use. Don't just take a person's word for it because some people are unfortunately their business, their businesses is taking advantage of your ignorance. So they'll tell you, Oh yeah. So you need the ultra 2000 max when you really don't, you, 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 you can use, you know, the, the one from two seasons ago, cause it works just as, as good and you can save money on it. Um, so yeah, research, reinvesting back in, in, into yourself and understanding when to relinquish um, certain duties. I think, mm-hmm. I think that's so key. So many people don't, they don't get that, um, myself included, because especially when, when you're a little talented, you go, right. I, can do this. I, I could do the movie, you know, I could, I could do iMovie a little bit. Oh, I can make a little flyer. Oh, I can, I can do this too. I, yeah, hey, hey, you know what? I can do my own thing. I know how to put myself to, like, together. I've been dressing myself this long. I don't need a stylist. And so you just go on and on and on. And then when you step back, you look and go, Man, that looks like I did everything. That that it doesn't look, <laughs> like, you know? look like lodge. You just be like, woo. <laughs> Pretty much. Now, I um, I you know, I I always say I'm new to this uh with the with the parenting thing because you know I got I got a I got a I'm gonna call him a three year old because he's gonna be three years old next month. Mm-hmm. But um, you call yourself a mompreneur. Mm-hmm. Um. And I, I, I met your daughter. I met your daughter. Um, I've seen her quite a few times. <laughs> I don't know if I heard her. She was trying to get in the camera. I was like this on the side. I, I don't know. I saw, saw, saw that. I saw that. Little <laughs> stiff arm. <laughs> How is it being a mompreneur? <laughs> I pray. I, I pray because <laughs> kids. So awesome, you know. But um, man, yeah. <laughs> one thing I could say um, it's ironic because parenting uh, kids teach you more about yourself than about themselves. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like you learn more about yourself and your capabilities. Um, it's certainly not easy, but I feel like I've gained superpowers being a parent and. Being able to um, assess what's wrong with my child and know how to fix it in the drop of a hat has also given me the skill set I need as a business owner. Because sometimes things crash and burn and you got to figure out how to fix it without letting everybody know that it's on fire. You know, Um, it's been hard, but it's been rewarding at the same time because um, I take her with me everywhere. There's there's events that I've taken her to where people are like, oh, my God, she's so cute. I'm like, hand out my business cards, girl. You know, <laughs> you know? and it's, it's teaching her. And it's also like, you know, it's it's my image. It's my image now. Mm-hmm. You know, I like it. I wouldn't have it any other way, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I remember I remember from. 
from the first time I met you, um, you all, <laughs> you always brought her with you. Mm -hmm. Always. It wasn't like, okay, I got to find a babysitter and then I'll come. It's like, no, she's coming with me. She's <laughs> She's coming with me to the studio session. She's coming with me here. She's going when I come and I meet with you, she'll be in the corner over here. And it was just that's that's one of the things where it's just like, wow, it's it's it takes a lot because a lot of people is like, okay, I need to dump my child off for a second so I can get my job done. Right. And then also another thing to be transparent, I did not have babysitting. Mm -hmm. So I was like, we're gonna have to make this work. <laughs> mm -hmm. You know, to be honest. Even if I did, I'd rather her be with me because I'm I'm breaking a generational curse. I need for her to, one, be proud of her mother and to have something to go off of as she grows older. So I'd rather her be with me and see the ins and outs of, you know, the things that I'm doing, that I'm enduring and, and learn how to be in those environments and learn how to interact. And, and you know, I'd rather her be with me. That's nice. That's that's awesome. That's actually awesome. Now, I feel like you answered this question already, but I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to ask it again just cuz just in case you want to elaborate on it. Um the pandemic. Do you feel like it was a blessing in disguise. <laughs> Ironically, once the pandemic hit, you know, at first I was like, "Dang, this is going to be crazy. But see, first of all, I'll be honest. I, I lost my job in October of last year. Mm. So I've been working for myself ever since. Um, when the pandemic hit, all of a sudden people had time to brand themselves. So my business has picked uh, up. Yes. Yes. So to be honest, it, ha it has been. It has been a blessing in disguise. And now all kind of programs are open to us that weren't before. Now people are like, hi, black person. Hey, <laughs> black lives do matter. And I'm like, yes, it does, Karen. Thank <laughs> <you>. <laughs> it has. It has. I, listen, thank you, Jesus. It has. I, <laughs> I'm not, that's how I said to be honest, I'm realizing how blessed I really am because I have been in contact with other people where it's been the complete opposite, mm -hmm. you know, but, um, this pandemic is also teaching people, guess what? That nine to five is not always secure. Mm -hmm. Have something of your own, mm -hmm. you know, um, granted, not all people are created to be entrepreneurs. Some people, they're, they have a purpose in the workplace, in corporate America, you know, but um, I do think that this pandemic was absolutely, at least for me, it, it, it has, it has been a blessing in disguise. Mm -hmm. I am literally speechless right now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> for so many reasons, but I agree with you. I mean, this has been really a time where people have come together and, the Black Lives Matter movement uh, mixed with the quarantine. There's just so many things that I think have been detrimental to some, but mm. such a blessing to others at the same time. And, you know, I'm, I'm grateful to have a job still, but I did have to furlough a lot of my employees in mm -hmm. March. Mm -hmm. We're bringing them back now. And it's, it's been a great time for us to rebrand ourselves, to rebrand yes. how we want to be, to rebrand yes. our, our, our culture, um, yes. to bring back staff that, 
are going to be in line with what we want them to do. And it's just, it's been an interesting time for a lot, for a lot of businesses. And, you know, some have gone out of business clearly. Um, yeah, you know, yeah. you, you drive by stores and some restaurants are just done. But yeah. it's, it's, it's great when I hear um, new businesses coming up and people using this time to start new things, including us. I mean, we're a Black-owned business ourselves and we've rebranded ourselves during this time as well um, and expanded ourselves, not just to one podcast, but to two. So it's been a great, a great time of self-reflection yeah. and a great time for us to come together and move forward, um, which I'm really excited about. I'm really, really excited about. For those who just joined us, this is episode 24 of the Be More Today show. We're here with Sabria. Sabria Reese, she's a mompreneur, entrepreneur, uh, founder of Image Matters, and she is branded the fairy brand mother. Now, Sabria, I have a question for you, and you've been with us since the jump um, from the Kuas days. We don't talk about that name often, but you've been with us. You've been with us, you know, from jump, jump. Um and now that we have this this name be more today, it's become our mantra, it's our brand, it's our everything. So what does the phrase be more today when you hear it? What's it mean to you? It pretty much correlates with what is happening right now and also my uh my own business mantra with making your image matter. When I think of be more today. I think of being the change that you wish to see, uh, being the example for the kids in the future that's going to learn about this 10, 15 years from now. Be that person that stuck out of the crowd that actually did something different. Um, Be more today means, you know, um, challenging yourself past the norm and your fears that, and, and fears are usually on the surface. It usually covers up all the, the good stuff underneath. Like if you just get past it, you'll realize like everything else is way better than you being afraid to just take one step. Um, so be more today. I, I think I think right now I am being more. Mm. I think I'm walking in that. Mm. Mm. I like that. Okay. So you were 18 at one point in time in your life, clearly as you all were. Uh, what advice do you or someone that has shared with you when you were 18 years old? It's okay to not fit in and it's okay to not be okay. Um, you're not going to always be accepted by other people or understood, but for those that don't understand you, they're clearly not meant to be in your season in your life that God created you for a reason and because other people can't see that around you, that doesn't mean that you're you're you have no purpose. Um, get around someone that understands your silence, someone that sees whatever it is in you that you can't. Pay attention to the elders because the elders are wise. They they may sound crazy, but they they know what they're talking about. Sit around them and get your mind right because there's going to come a time when that's all that you're going to have to get through life and figure things out um and god loves you even if people around you may not seem like they do god loves you whether you know who god is or, or not god does love you um and get your credit together keep don't mess your credit up you're gonna need it (laughs) 
you're going to need it <laughs> when you get older. <laughs> For real. You're going to need it, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> you know, no, it, that's, that's, that's real talk. Because when I was in college, you know, um, I had an American Express card when I was in college. I don't know how I got this card. Well, I know how I got this card because I had no, you know, I, I didn't have any credit really. So they gave cards to everybody. And, right. you know, when you're in college, you sign up for these things. They give you a pen. They give you like a little squeezy thing and you, you fill out a form and you get a credit card. And, you know, I, I, I didn't go crazy with this thing, but not knowing how to use and how to spend properly, you know, overdraft fees and all those kinds of things, you don't recognize how that really affects your entire history and that those things are on your credit for the remainder of your life. So it's just funny when credit is given out to, you know, 18 year olds. That's why we asked this question because it's such a very, uh, interesting time in our lives where we're given all these different things, these freedoms uh, to decide if we're going to school, we're going to college, all these things to, to decide, but we don't know so much about life. So, you know, yes, things like credit and, 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 and making sure you make the right decisions at 18 can affect yeah. us when we're, you know, 40 and, and, and over. So it's, it's great, great knowledge you're sharing. Thank you. And I think I got one more. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. Don't, whenever we get upset, Think about if it's going to matter five years from now. And if it's not, leave it alone. Because sometimes we make decisions when we're upset and it affects our affects us for the rest of our lives or it has a long-term impact when we're young and we don't realize it because we didn't take the time to think. Pause and think to yourself, is it going to matter <laughs> in a year or five years or 10 years from now? If not, mm-hmm. it's okay. let, let it go. <laughs> Now I, I have a I have a question kind of on the same line, but I'm a, I'm gonna frame it a little differently because a lot of times in life we do we hear advice and we hear you know you need to you need to eat right and you need to keep working out and you, you don't let your anger get the best of you and somewhere or for some for for I'd say for most people somewhere along the line you find yourself and you feel like you're in neutral. You feel mm. like you're just running, running, and you're not getting anywhere. You feel like you're in neutral. What advice would you give someone where their life, they feel like their life is in neutral? That is your time of rest. That is your time to restore. Because, you know, a lot of us get distracted by doing so many things. That's overcompensation. You're not addressing certain things within yourself. If your life is in neutral, that's God sitting you down and telling you to fix certain things that you're going to need to go forward. And um, I think the most important thing that you need to fix is your mental health. Mm. That is, you know, what your mind thinks, everything else follows. And um, if your life is in neutral, find a pocket of time to get this correct. Mm. For real. I I think neutral is, that's your time to rest. Because life will eventually pick back up. It always does. Things always come back around. so you can be better prepared for your next season. Hmm. Very good advice. Very excellent advice. Um, <laughs> let let me ask this. We're gonna switch gears for a minute. Um, we like to ask on the on the show all the time. One of the things on your bucket list. And you know, twenty twenty destroyed that. Oh my goodness, I, it did. I, I just knew I was going to travel this year. I was like, me and Maya, we're going to go places. Because 
I've never been out of the country. I've been all over the country, but I've never been out of the country. And I've had my passport now for like eight years, you know? So this year was that, that was like at the top of my list, but now it's switched around now. Um, you said one goal that, Hey, one, one thing on your bucket list on, on the bucket list. Yeah. 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 Bucket list. Um, I want to be the first black business owner to do something. Um, I want to make history in some way, shape or form. And, um, I, my, my end goal for my business is to provide a solution to the back to work program. So like when people face losing jobs and homelessness, they can come to the image matters hub and find programs that they can get in. So that's one thing. That's the biggest thing on my bucket list, to be honest. I, I, I need to achieve that. Nice. nice. I'm impressed by that. I, I think that, you know, as I always say, people put on their bucket list that they want to travel certain places, but it's always great to hear when people want to do a bucket list that gives back to others. So um, I hope that works out for you. And I, I, I think it's going to be a blessing to anyone who has a chance to receive that and be, experience that. So that is, um, that's great. That's great. Uh, Sabri, I don't know if you know, but I wrote a book um, that came out in, in October of, of this year called uh, Be More Today, A 40 Day Guide to a Better Version of You. And in the book, we talk about these steps to greatness. So basically things that, um, that I encourage people to start doing, stop doing, and goals for their lives. And um, I wanted to know, is there one thing that you wanted to start doing this year? And if there is, what is or was that thing? Stop procrastinating. <laughs> I, well, no, I wanted to stop procrastinating and I wanted to start, um, I did want to start exercising, but that's like the cliche answer. Um, I more so wanted to start um, more so exercising, like counteracting negative thoughts. Like, um, you know, when, you know, when you come into certain situations that you're unaware of, even like this pandemic, you know, you say to yourself, like, you know what, I don't, I don't know what I'm doing or my credit's not right. Let me not even go for that or whatever. And you kind of talk yourself out of things. I want to start exercising like regularly how, how to counteract that. And I want to stop procrastinating. Yeah. <laughs> Next question. <right? laughs> No, those are, those are pretty popular answers. I think we should get someone on the show to help us with those things because a lot of people want to start procrastinating. A lot of people want to stop being negative in their minds. Uh, so we'll have to get someone on the show, Terrence, who can help us with those with those goals for sure. Um, one, Put it in your book. That's right. <laughs> uh, and then one goal, Sabria, that you may have had or had for, uh, for 2020 besides traveling. My, um, one of my biggest goals was to, um, officially register my business, which I did. I did. Mm -hmm. Congratulations. Nice. 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 Let me ask this as as we wrap up any, any final tips that you want to share with any up and coming business owners or those that, that want to start a business. Sure. Um, 
So for those that want to start a business and you are not sure what it is that you want to do, ask yourself, what is the one thing that you love doing that you would do even if you didn't get paid to do it? The one thing that you wake up and is still in your spirit, whether you do it or not, that's what you should be doing. The next step is to book a consultation with me and make your image matter.com. <laughs> and I'll help you make your image matter.com. I will help you the rest of the way. Um, I have all the steps of registering your business, you know. Um, also, when you are starting a business, make sure whatever name you pick that no one else has it. So you don't get sad. When you try to do your website or register it, now you got to think of a new name because someone else has it. Look it up. Mm -hmm. Look it up and make sure that you can obtain it. And then then you can figure out, you know, the next steps by booking a consultation with me. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. I love it. (laughs) Sabria, tell people how they can how they can connect with you, tell them your website again, your social media handles, all of it. <laughs> Absolutely. So my website is makeyourimagematter.com because, uh, yes, you got to make your image matter. Boop. And my uh, Instagram, my business page is image underscore matters underscore LLC. Um, you can also find me on Facebook, the same, um, except this all one word, image matters, LLC. Um, I... I have free consultations as well. If you know, if you guys want to holla at me, but um, yes, that's how you can contact me. <laughs> awesome, awesome. Oh man, it's been it's it's been so great having you here. It's been so great having you. Thank you for having me. I had fun. This is a really, really good, a good interview, folks. And that's why she's called the fairy brand mother. She's not playing around out here in these streets. If you didn't hear it, you better holler at her. You heard the website. You heard the IG tag so we'll put her information when we uh, post the show for sure but just make sure you go out there and follow her follow her journey uh if anyone can get you to where you want to be you know it's going to be her and branding is her name and it's also her game so follow her and she'll get you to where you want to go Sabria, thank you so much for joining us on the show we really appreciate it and it's so good to connect with you and uh we wish you the best we wish you the best we wish you the best best and the best uh, for those of you, again, who missed our quote in the beginning, the quote is simple. Failure is only the end of your journey if you choose to stop there. Can't stop, won't stop by Dre Smith. Make sure you use this time to keep pushing forward, uh, to stand the test, and to make sure that even though things are getting hard, we've been through harder times. And you may be actually even see harder times in the future. But just keep pushing forward and keep in the faith that we can get all through this together. Uh, the Be More Today is uh, the show is on Facebook and Instagram. Uh, as you guys know, our website is bemoretoday.com. You can go there for our music, our book, our podcast. Yes, I put an S in there, our podcast information, because we have two podcasts right now, folks. The Be More Today show and the Words for Life show, which I have Terrence talk about in a little bit. But subscribe, as always, to all these pages, uh, including our YouTube page. Our YouTube page has all of our things, from workouts to podcasts. So many nuggets are going to be on there. And our Strava group. We have a Strava group, basically a fitness group that's on Strava. Strava is an app you can go on. You can just join and interact with us in various ways. So whether you bike, whether you run, whether you swim, it's all good. Uh, Download the Strava app and join the Be More Today group. And you can connect with us on a regular basis and see what we're doing. You can 
hold each other accountable for our fitness uh, moving forward. So, Sabria, I want to see you on there. Download Strava and let's get this going. The VMware Today show is available on all major podcast uh, platforms, including Spotify, Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, CastBox, and Google Play. And currently, we are uh, broadcasting in 11 countries, 11 countries. So we really appreciate all the support you guys are giving us. Please, you can go to our page and look at our support page. If you want to give us any donations or contributions, we really appreciate that. And anything you want to share in terms of questions for our guests or questions about people you want to see on the show, just go to be more today at gmo.com. That's be more number two day at gmo.com. Terrence Farrell, talk to us about words for life. Words for life. Um, it's it's actually we've we've got um, it's basically Christian perspectives um, with hip hop inspired beats behind it. So it's cut up into about five minutes song length, and you get inspired while you 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 nod your head. And so it's it's really cool. We're up to volume three. Volume three has been a hit. Um, again, you can find it on our website. Uh, we're actually, we're expanding our YouTube page. So not expanding it, but we're putting different playlists together. So you can find, you can find the Words for Life tracks on YouTube. You can check them out there before you go to uh, Spotify and stream them or iTunes or Apple Music and buy them. But um, they'll, they'll be there on the YouTube page. As a matter of fact, we're starting to put, like Sean said, both podcasts on the YouTube page, so the Be More Today channel is really a uh, is going to be a hub for you guys to to see a lot of things there. Fantastic, awesome! So yeah, we're super excited about that. So follow us, folks. We're everywhere right now. There's no excuse not for you to be more today. Get out there and and, and follow our journey as we continue to take our steps to greatness. And for those of you who join us for today, episode 24 is in the books. So as always, we say, have a good day. Have a good night. Have a great life. And continue to take your steps to greatness to be the best version of you. Peace.